daddy tonight we are here not to celebrate ourselves but to celebrate what you have done for us jesus when you died for us on the cross the sinless precious sacrifice for us on the cross because so many people lived on this planet but nobody could pay the price for our sins because only you were a hundred person sinless and holy and blameless in every way and and tonight we are here to celebrate what you have done for us we are here to celebrate your love for us lord even as we give our worship back to you even as we study your word even as we read your word we pray that you would speak to us because your very word it is life to us it is our daily bread it is what sustains our spirit it is what gives life to us on the inside and we yield to the power of your word tonight and in jesus mighty name we pray and everybody said an amen and everybody said amen 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 the lord is here and he is going to speak to us we are not here to just listen to a sermon or to listen to um a few principles and go back home but we are here to encounter Jesus this Jesus he is alive this Jesus he is oh he is present here in our midst tonight and this Jesus he is about to encounter some of us when i say encounter what i mean is that this Jesus is about to give us a fresh personal real experience to us he is about to make himself known to us in a way that we will um we will we'll be amazed that he is a real and a personal and a talking god amen and i want to welcome all of you here and those that are watching us online though those that couldn't come here to church but they are watching us online we welcome each and every one of you may the lord bless you may the lord cause this word cause this time of worship we are here not specifically to um only listen to a sermon and go back but we are here to worship this entire 31 days that we are gathering day after day night after night it is so that we can worship him in the beauty of his holiness what i mean by that is that he is perfect he is the only one who is holy no pastor no religious person no saint no a religious leader has ever been perfect the way that Jesus has been Jesus is the only person who can claim to be a hundred percent pure and perfect and righteous and that is why when we worship him and when we adore him and when we when we look at him and when we get lost in his beauty in his holiness the Bible says we are being changed as we behold him we are being changed we are being transformed from glory to glory we are edified and and made more and more like him amen and that is part and in fact that is a good 80% of the realignment that is going to happen in this 31 days it is going to happen in times of worship i'm not saying that the word is not important i'm not saying that what god is speaking is not important but when we respond to the word and when we worship in accordance in 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 saying yes to the word that the lord has released and when we worship the realignment will happen when we 
look at his face and when we admire how beautiful he is how glorious he is and how awesome he is do you know that there is no sin in jesus so when you admire him every sinful lifestyle tendencies in your life will break do you know there is no sickness in jesus so when you admire him and when we when you adore him automatically every sickness every challenge every physical limitation that you might have in your body it will break it will be healed you will experience complete redemption do you know that there is no poverty in heaven there is no poverty in the presence of jesus there is no lack in 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 god so when you adore and worship and exalt this god this jesus automatically everything that is lacking in our lives any area it can be financial financial emotional relational any areas where there is any kind of lack it shall be divinely taken care of provided for that is why the bible says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these other things it shall be added unto you goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life it doesn't say you need to follow goodness and mercy it doesn't say you need to run after blessings it says you run after the kingdom of god and his righteousness and everything that has to be part and parcel of your life it will come seeking searching for you it will run after you amen so tonight we are not just uh, praying for peace tonight we are praying for god's presence peace will come as a natural result of being in his presence and uh, i i i i feel this again and again that tonight the lord is about to restore and release peace some of you who've never understood what peace really is you will experience peace tonight peace that is going to surpass every system every thought pattern that you thought that this is how you can attain peace and some of you you've had that peace but you've lost that peace in this last season but tonight the lord is releasing that peace again the lord is restoring that peace to some of you and the lord is saying just just get lost in my presence and you will wait and and you will just see how i am faithful to restore your peace i am faithful to restore your um your calm and, and your ability to just be rooted in my love for you amen uh, what have we been studying so far from the book of joel you know what is joel joel is a prophetic book in the bible it was written in a prophetic season when the people of israel had just come out of um in exile and we are facing a season when we we are just the the world all over the world people are facing such a crazy pandemic and where people don't have answers and people don't have solutions people don't have a way out for many things scientists researchers rich and poor alike don't have answers in this season right um and and this is the season when the lord is speaking his word to us and the lord is saying hey my word that was written thousands of years back is still relevant to each and every one of us and it will still speak to each and every one of us and it will still bring life 
to each and every one of us if we are going to be attentive to what God is speaking. So, so I'd been led to teach from the book of James to build your faith during the morning podcast. You know, although they are just seven minutes each. Um, if you don't get them on the church group, you know, you can join the church group with the help of one of the leaders or you can just search uh, the, the name of the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, wherever. It's called Another Day with Jesus and you will find these seven-minute devotions drop into your phone every morning at 7 a.m. And in the evenings, we've been studying the book of Joel. Even this, if you've missed anything till now, again, you can go back and find it on Spotify or YouTube or wherever you follow us. And uh, what, what did we learn so far? What did the Lord speak to us in this season? Anything that you, anything that is on the, on the top of your heart, on the top of your mind, it's on your lips and you, you want to speak it out, you can. What is it that the Lord has been speaking to us? We are called to be between the porch and the altar. We are called to stand in the gap. There is a world out there that is asking for solutions. And there is a presence, there is an altar that brings that solutions. You know, and we are supposed to stand in between the questions and the answers. So that we can be the one to hear God and bring it to people and take people's problems and bring it to God. Amen. We are supposed to be the ones that will stand in the gap. What else? God chooses those who accept his invitation. So often we are waiting for God to move in our life, whereas God is waiting for you to move out of your life. Do you see what I'm saying? So often we think that if only God will anoint me, if only God will speak to me, if only God will give me a new word. But God is saying, no, I don't need to give you anything. You are the one who has been making excuses. You are the one who has been giving reasons to miss out on what I am doing in your life. Now, if you are going to make yourself available, then you are going to experience newness. You're going to experience life and you're going to experience um, the grace of God. What else? One or two more before we proceed. Anybody uh, online, if you have anything that you want to share, you, you're welcome to share too. Anything else? Blowing the trumpet, it reminds the Lord that He has a covenant with us. He has a promise with us. And I, I told you that when we are gathering together to worship like this, it is a sign, it's a symbol that we are blowing the trumpet and we are releasing a sound in this place. We are lifting up the name of Jesus and we are, every night when we are coming to just blow the trumpet in this place, there is a reminder, a constant word going to God saying, here is your people. Here is a people that needs a touch from you. Amen. Anything else that you remember? Anything else that? Yes. Amen. Amen. Our problems will be our sandwiches and our challenges will be the areas where God will bless us 
our our weaknesses will be those same areas that god will transform um and and use them to become our greatest weapons and our greatest blessings yeah let's go to joel chapter 2 and verse 18 tonight we finished till verse 17 yesterday and we are going to the book of joel chapter 2 and verse 18 i'm going to read from the new living translation the bible says then everybody say then Do you remember the context to this? The context is that the priests they come to the temple, the elders, the children, the infants, the bridegroom, the bride, everybody they all prioritize the presence of God and they gather in the presence of God to hear what God has to say, to weep, to fast, to to realign their hearts to the heart and the mind of God. they all come together and the bible says when that happens when everybody comes together to pray then everybody say then it says then the lord will pity his people and jealously guard the honor see it's it's almost like conditional here where the bible says when you would do this if you you know study the promises of god in the bible the promises of god are always conditional the love of god is not conditional but the promises of god for it to manifest in our life there is always a condition if you want to go to heaven there is only one way that is that you have to believe in jesus if you have to experience eternal life the bible says god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that anybody that believes in him will have eternal life so if you do not believe in him you cannot have eternal life if you do not put your trust in him then you cannot experience eternal life once you live once you leave the planet earth once you leave your physical body you will you you will go into eternal death so even though god loved the world the promise of salvation is conditional to your faith and your belief in him how much more when the lord is promising to bless and restore the land how much more is that promise conditional to the time the time the time it says then you know what i was doing this morning was reading this scripture in all different translations to see if it is only nlt version that uses the word then and every translation that i could pick up it all used the word then because it was time conditional it says when you would do this if you will seek me with all your heart if you will come after me then and only then will i restore you then and only then will i turn your life around and here is the lord speaking once again and he says then the lord will pity his people now these are his people mind you these are people who are called by my name god says in the old testament second chronicles 7:14 if my people who are called by my name if they humble themselves and do what and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways yes they are still my people Yes they are still children of God. Yes they still have the correct identity 
Yes, they still have their position in Christ. Yes, they are still seated in heavenly places. Yes, they are my people. But that doesn't make their responsibilities less. So often, one of the excuses that we give to not pray is saying that, no, that is, I am a child of God. I know my identity. I don't need to pray like, you know, I'm a, I'm a nobody. No. Even my people, even people who know their identity, who have received their identity, even you need to pray. Even you need to turn your life around and pray and seek the heart of God and come and, and, re, and, and, and expect realignment in every area of your life. And the Bible says when you do that, then the Lord will pity his people and jealously guard the honor of his land. The other translation says that he will be zealous for his people, that he will be jealous about the, the land. He will be jealous about the nation. He will be possessive. Another translation says that he will be possessive about his nation. Amen? I'm, I'm here tonight to just declare these blessings upon some of you. That the Lord is going to be extremely possessive of you after this fasting prayer. After this season. The Lord is not going to allow you to be played around or played about by the enemy when you are giving your hundred percent to the lord when you are surrendering yourself to god you are going to literally become immune and untouchable untouchable you are going to become untouchable you know the world will tell you all sorts of things saying if you don't do this you will catch this if you don't do this you will you know go there all of that don't believe any of that i'm telling you you are going to become untouchable why? Because the Lord says, I am very jealous of you. I'm very possessive of you. I'm very possessive of you. Whose opinion does it matter to you? People's opinion or God's opinion? And here is God saying, hey, you, you don't have to fight for yourself. I am the one who has come down and I'm the one who is going to fight for you. You know, when somebody is jealous or possessive, have you tried going and picking up the, the baby pup when the mother has just given birth to the, the baby. Man, you know, no matter how tired that mother pup, mother dog will be, she is going to chase you and she is going to make sure that you regret that decision. You, you do that with anybody, you, you, you do that with anybody who is, um, who, you know, any, any animal, I'm not just talking about dogs, any animal that, that has just given birth and, and they are possessive of their children. They're possessive of that. You know, some animals, they even eat their own babies. But still, if you try to go attack that, man, that guy is not going to leave you for anything. He is going to come after you. He is going to make sure that you regret that choice. And the Bible says that is how God is going to fight for you. He is going to be possessive of you. He is going to be jealous, not just about you, but about your land. About your land. Which means this is not just about you as an individual, but also whatever you represent. Whatever you represent. Do you represent? Are you here representing your home? Are you here representing your business, your church, your ministry? Are you here representing your city? 
Are you here representing your nation, your wherever your investments are, wherever your influences go? Are you here representing them? The Lord says, I am going to be jealous about your land and I'm going to jealously guard your land. Do you remember the tone of God's voice till the previous few verses where God says, no, if you don't change, I'm, I'm going to love these guys to break down the hedges and come in and attack you. But now God says, no, but if you change, if you gather, if you are going to be aligned to what I am doing in this season, not only am I exposing what the enemy is doing, but I'm also going to jealously guard you. Verse 19, the Lord says, and the Lord will reply to what? To the prayer that the priest prayed between the porch and the altar. The Bible says the Lord will reply, look, I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil. Will you just lift your hands and receive this? Lord, I, I speak, may your grain, may new wine and olive oil be released into your people, into their lives, into every area, wherever they lack, whatever areas they lack. Lord, we release this fresh harvest of grain, of crops, of bread of heaven, we release that into their life. There shall be no more lack. There shall be no, not a single person who is part of this fasting and worship who will go hungry for another day. That will go hungry, that will go without a revelation for one more day. In the name of Jesus, I release this grain. I am sending you new grain, says the Lord. And I'm releasing new wine. Come on, receive this new wine. Receive this new wine. Do you remember the sweet wine that was taken out of your mouth? The Lord says, I am giving you new wine now. I am releasing. I'm sending new wine your way. Tonight, the Lord says, I have seen your faithfulness and I have seen your commitment and I have seen your willingness to endure and to persevere and so I am releasing new wine. Whatever this new wine means for you, the Lord says, I am releasing that to you. I am releasing that into your spirit. Newness. May you experience a newness like never before. May you experience a freshness. Every dry face of your life, may it be shifted tonight in the name of Jesus. Every dryness be overlapped, overturned and turned around with new wine in the name of Jesus. New wine, new wine. Let there be freshness. Some of you don't even know what is happening to you, but there is something bubbling on the inside of you. This is a spiritual thing. This is not something that is limited to the physical world. This is a spiritual thing. So receive it with everything, everything. The Lord is releasing a new wine, a new wine, a new wine, a new wine. What, what you were doing in this last 15 days? You were, you were renewing the wineskin. You were preparing the wineskin. See, if the new wine was released day one, we would have, we would have been in trouble. Because the Bible says the new wine in old wineskins can burst the old wineskins. Yeah? So tonight the Lord says He's releasing new wine. New wine. He's releasing new wine. The reason I'm not going into the interpretation of the new wine is because I see that it means different for different people. For some, it means 
completely a spiritual thing for some it means a physical thing according to your revelation and according to your need the lord is releasing new wine you know i i wish you could see one this vision and uh, you know this is you know i see the, like you know how how you see the picture of a brain you know what i see is that there are empty gaps which is become vacuums between the you know how brain is right it is like a it is it's like a intestine like you know how she said you know it's like an intestine that is jam packed in but you know what i see i see that there are blocks that are that are being that are filling up with what i thought earlier was blood but now i understand that's new wine being released into your mind the 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 healing in your mind that you'd been praying for for a really long time tonight the lord is releasing a new wine into your mind a new wine into your brain a new wine a new capacity into your brain you know that is why i said for some of you it is going to be physical because i see that the lord is changing your mind the lord is changing your the physically restructuring your brain tonight see i see i let me explain this if you read the context for those of you who don't understand the context the grain and the wine and the olive oil were things that these guys had worked really hard for and the locusts they came and destroyed everything the army had come and destroyed everything right but now the lord says hey yes i know that you labored for the wine that you wanted to drink but now i'm going to give you a wine that you did not have to work for that you did not have to wait for how many of you know that wine cannot be produced overnight grapes can be cultivated in a season wine you don't you don't make wine by just wine takes what 30 40 50 60 80 years hundreds of years it takes for sweet good tasty best wine to be made and what god is saying is tonight just because of your realignment what would have taken you years to do by yourself what would have what you would have done for your children and your children's children to enjoy the lord says i am giving it to you now in this season you yourself are going to enjoy this and the bible says that i am sending grain after the after the disaster after the challenge after the problems after the lack and problems and all of that when there is realignment the lord says i am going to release this wine i am going to release this grain and i am going to release this olive oil into your life and all you need to do is remain realigned for that flow to continue when did the oil stop for that widow when did the oil stop when there was no vessels so as long as we bring empty vessels oil will flow now that oil did not have a source per se in the sense that it did not come because she had worked so hard and and that she had uh, you know labored from morning to night and done an 8 hour shift and and no it didn't come because of that now i'm not saying that you can be lazy and you don't have to go to work and you can sit at home and chill and relax that's not what i'm saying you know some people misinterpret scripture because you know i i heard somebody you know tell me hey are you serious the bible says that 
the birds they don't sow nor reap but look how the father but do you know that your the birds are not sitting at in their nest and watching netflix all day long <laughs> that's not what they are doing some of us are thinking that you know the birds are just sitting and and you know and and the food is raining into their nest no 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 that's don't misinterpret don't become lazy with this with this word you still need to work the bible says those that don't work should not eat if you don't want to work if you're not willing to work then give up eating automatically that will motivate some people to work <laughs> but having said that having said that what i want to emphasize is that it is not your work that feeds you it is not your hard labor that feeds you it is your availability it is your willingness to bring empty vessels it, it is your willingness to remain aligned to where the oil is flowing anywhere else you go you will not get that flow if you remain where the oil is flowing if you remain in that place in that closed room with your sons and with your daughters and if you remain in that place of of just receiving what god is doing i'm telling you your oil will not run dry in this season the lord is releasing new oil the lord is releasing fresh oil let me also say this you know for elisha's servant when they did that there was also so that their debt can be supernaturally cancelled so i don't know who this is for but some of you are going to experience supernatural debt cancellation by october 31st listen to me very carefully i'm speaking this over your debts i'm speaking this over any payments that you need to pay by october 31st there will be supernatural provision for your debts to be taken care of for your for why because the lord is giving you new oil the lord is releasing olive oil for your needs this also is for people that are struggling in relationships and there is misunderstandings and challenges and and you're wondering how am i ever going to sort this out the lord says i'm going to release an oil and that oil will pay the debt that oil will clear out smoothen out another vision that i see is of uh, you know this mission that that needs oil to function smoothly a mission that is stuck and the oil is poured and then the then the mission begins to flow smoothly so every friction that has been caused in relationships in in uh, in your walk with god in different areas of your life there is oil coming which is going to reduce that friction and is going to release freedom in this or after this period after this season of realignment let me tell you your temptation some of you are going to be so blessed in this next few days that you would even want to stop fasting <laughs> you would actually may be tempted to stop fasting and cut stop coming here because that's the level of breakthrough the lord will release into your life but the lord says don't stop till the 31st yes this is a season this is a season the lord is going to bless you the lord is going to restore you you do you won't even have to wait till the 31st but do not give up your sacrifices do not stop says the lord do not stop do not stop because the enemy will try to get you to be satisfied with joel chapter 2 when there is greater blessings that is coming in joel chapter 3 this is what so many of us get wrong we get stuck with one blessing and then we go back you know the 
10 lepers that came to Jesus and all 10 got healed but only one came back for more and that one did not just get healed that one also got also became whole the Bible says so that one you know what is leprosy right when you have leprosy your, your body parts begin to shrink and fall off but being made whole means that body parts begin to creatively come back so not only did this guy get healed off of leprosy but he also got the next level he got freedom it was like he never had leprosy in the first place at all amen so the lord says do not give up in this season some of you are going to be so satisfied read that with me okay look i am sending you grain and new wine and olive oil enough to satisfy your needs see before God says I'm going to fight your battles and I'm going to you know give you victory and all of that this is a wartime book this is in the midst of a war you see a lot of armies and fighting and all of that in the midst of the war the Lord says wait let me first satisfy you let me first bring your heart to a place of contentment whatever is causing discontentment in your life you have to name that tonight because the Lord says I'm going to satisfy you I'm, I'm going to be your satisfaction there are things that your husband your wife cannot give you there are things that your boss your employer cannot bless you with there are things that your church your pastors cannot give you there are things that only the Lord can fill you with and the Lord says I am going to be the one that will satisfy your needs the Lord is my shepherd and I will not lack I have everything that I need the Bible says you will no longer be an object of mockery among the surrounding nations so every nation that is surrounding you every family every community every person that is surrounding you and mocking you I'm telling you that their testimony about you is going to change their their report about you is going to turn around in this season verse 20 the Bible says I now the Lord says I will drive away these armies from the north the, the armies that are coming from the north I am going to drive them away now the Lord says now that I have satisfied your need now that I have taken care of your needs now I'm going to begin fighting your enemies now I'm going to begin fighting those that fight you this is a, a word of warning this is a word of you know uh, preparation this is a word for some of you to remember that the Lord is going to be fighting your battles in this season so you have to be very careful about anybody that is that is picking up fights with you don't get into unwanted fights don't don't make enemies unwantedly you know fight only the ones that really need to be fought because the Bible is very clear okay the Bible says those that you forgive I will forgive those that you do not forgive I will not forgive so it is possible that if you withhold forgiveness from some people 
the Lord will have to withhold forgiveness from those people. So you have to pick and choose and be extremely wise about who are your enemies in this season. Because your enemies are not going to be fought by you. You are not the one who is going to fight your enemies. Your God is the one who is going to fight your enemies. He is the one who is going to drive your enemies out. So you have to be extremely careful to release any, any hurt, any un, untethered emotion that is there in your spirit to, to release them out of and to forgive those people and to say, Lord, I don't want to hold this person up again. I want to forgive this person from the bottom of my heart because I know that in this season, if I don't do that, the Lord is going to judge my enemies and that judgment is going to be extremely harsh. So at the same time, there are going to be some, some enemies that don't deserve forgiveness. Who are those enemies? Not the ones that fight you, but the ones that fight the work of God that the Lord wants to do through you. Those enemies don't deserve forgiveness. Whenever, you know, you would see that even in the New Testament, Paul at one point, he declared judgment upon this guy who was stopping him from preaching the gospel. Paul was preaching the gospel and this guy was interrupting and this guy was, he was a black magician and this guy was trying to, you know, do all kinds of stuff to dissuade the people that he was preaching the gospel to. Immediately, Paul struck him with blindness. Why? Not because this guy was stealing money from Paul. If he was stealing money from Paul, Paul would give some more money and say, go take, enjoy. No. But because he knew that this guy is fighting my assignment in this place. If somebody is fighting your assignment, man, you have all the right to bring them before God and say, no, this is something I will not allow. If somebody is fighting you personally, don't worry about it. Let the Lord deal with that. Don't, don't withhold forgiveness from a person like that. Forgive that person freely because that's what Jesus taught us to do. Jesus taught us to bless our enemies, to bless those who curse us, to, to pray for those that are against us. Amen? But there are going to be people that will stand up against your assignment and those are the ones that you stand up and say, no, these are people that don't deserve forgiveness because if I allow this person to flourish, this is going to hinder the move of God. This is going to hinder the work of God. This is going to hinder the plan of God. I'm not going to allow this word, this voice, this person to flourish. The Bible says the Lord will drive away these armies from the north and I will send them into the parched wastelands. Wait and watch. Some of your enemies are going to experience dryness, wasteness. This is not something we, we want to celebrate, but this is going to happen. As a result of the favor of God that is going to come upon you, some of the people that are fighting you are going to experience devastation. That is why I'm saying you have to be extremely careful about who your enemies are going to be in this season. Your enemy cannot be somebody who is fighting you in the natural, the physical realm. Somebody who is just fighting you personally. Your enemy has to be somebody who is fighting the work of God through your life. And the Bible says, those in the front will be driven into the Dead Sea and those at the rear into the Mediterranean. 
the stench of their rotting bodies will rise over the land surely the lord has done great things so a stench is going to arise out of the place where people are fighting you anybody any system any organization that is fighting you you know tonight we are not just thanking god for the provision and the satisfaction that he is releasing into our life we are also releasing a word of judgment into the atmosphere over everything that is fighting the move of god that is fighting the church that is trying to shut down churches that is trying to shut down the move of god in the year 2020 we are releasing judgment we are releasing judgment upon every high uh, sounding argument and every uh, logical assumptions that people make that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of god we are bringing it down tonight in the name of jesus and we are speaking the judgment of god over every word every word every word yeah every word every word everything that is being done in secret to shut down churches to 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 cause believers and missionaries to be persecuted everything that is being done in secret let it be exposed tonight we speak a judgment over them in the name of jesus and may them be driven into the wasteland may they be driven into the dead sea and to the mediterranean sea yes surely the stench the stench let it arise let the stench arise from the camp of the enemy that is how some of you don't even know they are your enemies still the stench begins to come out of their homes till the stench begin to come out of their lives that's when you will know wait a minute this guy who was actually fighting me this family was actually working against me yeah the stench will come out in jesus name i speak that judgment and lord we we thank you tonight for the provision of new grain new wine and olive oil the grain to to satisfy our hunger the wine to to fill our hearts with joy and to renew our minds and the olive oil not just to pay our debts but also to clear out any friction in our relationships thank you lord for your releasing these three things among us and we are thankful for that and we are thankful lord for you are a god who is going to jealously guard your people jealously fight for your people jealously actively for your